Have you ever heard of the four hour work week? I feel like that is just completely fake. <laughs> but if you're working seven days a week currently, have you thought about going down to six days or five days or, oh my God, four days? Like the four hour work week seems impossible, but the four day work week, now I could maybe see how that was possible. And so thinking about entering a new year, new goals, new real estate market, new everything, honestly, how can you work less and make more? And that's exactly what we're going to talk about today. Welcome to the Savvy Agent Podcast, where we help real estate agents build a thriving business so they have financial freedom in their life without having to work 24-7. I'm your host, Heather Wright. Now let's get to it. So everybody's idea of working less is going to be different. My idea of working less is different than yours. Some people can work less just by working on their phone on the couch. You know, some people have to shut it all down to decompress and get out of work mode and like, you know, take care of themselves. So there is no one way to do it. There's no one right answer, but I have some tips on how you can help yourself work less and make more. So the first tip of course, is to have a clear focus on your goal. If you don't know what you're working toward, you're going to have a really hard time working less and making more because you're not going to know what you should be doing. You're going to have bright, shiny syndrome, you know, where your squirrel brain is distracted by, oh, I should do this. I should do that. I should do this. I should do that because you're not really sure what you should be doing in order to meet the goal that you set for yourself. And a goal of, oh, I want to work less and make more is not very specific. It is quite unspecific, actually. So my recommendation to you is to set specific goals. I want to work four days a week, 90% of the time in 2023. And maybe your goal is to work five days a week. Maybe your goal is to just take every Saturday off. Maybe your goal is to take all of June and July off. Whatever your goal is, it's yours. But make it specific. So I want to work four days a week and I want to make more money. And by working less, of course, you're going to make more. Even if you make the same amount of money as you did last year, in theory, it should be making more money because your hourly value has increased because you're working less. Like if you were clocking in, your hourly pay would have increased, right? So have a clear focus on your goal. How many sales do you want to make this year? If you've listened to our business planning episodes, we have gone through all of the ways to, to set that up and then to backfill with the action plan of the things that need to be done to meet that goal, which then brings me into tip number two, having a regimented daily routine. So if you have done your business planning, you know your specific goal, you know exactly what you need to do to meet your goal, then you know what you need to do every single day day. And then you do that. And again, this is going to be unique to every person. Some people just need to do their follow-ups every day. Some people need to have two hours of prospecting every day when they come into work. 
whatever your daily routine is, you need to stick to it like it's your job. It is your job, but regimented daily routine. So you're never wasting time thinking, hmm, what should I do today? You know, like how to work less and make more. Somebody who is working less doesn't ever think, what should I do today? They always know exactly what needs to be done. And that also goes back to planning. So if you have clear focus on your goal, you know exactly what you need to do every day. And if you don't, if you find yourself on Wednesday sitting at your desk and thinking, God, what do I need to do? Well, go back to your plan. Does it need to be revised? Do you need to work on your lead generation? Do you need to nurture some leads? Do you need to work on on your transaction management process? Like is the delivery of uh, going from contract to close, is that an area that needs improvement in order to get more repeat business and referrals? What about your past client strategy? Do you have one in place on staying in touch with those people for repeat business and referrals? So focus on the pillars of your business, like each siloed category of marketing, lead gen, operations. What is it that you need to work on to move the needle forward to meet the goal that you set? And if you don't know, well, maybe you should take some quiet time for yourself. Maybe you should shut everything down, close your email, close Facebook, close Instagram, TikTok, close all of the noisy social media, and just think about what it is that you want and how you want to get there. Because sometimes when our life is really noisy, it does make it really hard to hear our own inner self talking. And that's where you're going to get the inspiration or the direction on what to do to meet your goal. Tip number three, of course, we need time blocking. Now I'm not really a master of time blocking myself, but I would like to be. So I have started using the focus setting on my iPhone. So like right now, my goal is to record at least one, if not three podcasts today. And so I have closed my email. I have no social media open. I have snoozed notifications on Slack for 30 minutes. I have set my iPhone to the work focus so that no notifications come through to bother me or distract me. And so I am working for a two hour period, although I'm going to take a five minute break every 30 minutes. So it's like a Pomodoro session, but it'll work for 30 minutes, take a break for five minutes to get caught up on what I missed in that 30 minutes and then work another 30 minutes. And I'm going to repeat that four times to get two hours of work in. And that's just what I need to do on my daily routine to meet my goal. There's a rule, I believe it's called Parkinson's law. It might actually apply to like like it might be a physics thing. I'm not entirely sure what it is, but Parkinson's law is essentially the space that you have, you will fill it. So if you buy a big house and you think, God, I don't have enough stuff to fill this house. Well, you'll figure it out. You will find the stuff to fill that house, Parkinson's law. And so it also applies to time, whether it was meant to or not. You know, if you think about the amount of time that you have in a day, if you have eight hours to get your work done in a day, Well, it's going to take you eight hours to get it done because whatever time you have, you'll fill it with the work that you need to get done. But if you only have four hours today to get that work done, well, you'll probably work harder, more efficiently. You'll work faster. You know that you don't have the luxury of time because, you know, I mean, you only have four hours, which is half of eight. And so 
That is how you get more done in less time because you have deadlines set. So Parkinson's law, whatever time you have, you'll fill it. And if you set times for yourself, like when you're doing your daily routine, if you say, okay, well, I need to prospect for one hour every day. Great. That's exactly what you need to do. You don't necessarily need to do eight hours of prospecting, whatever works best for you, but time block that. Give it a deadline. When you're time blocking, you know, you have exactly so much time to get your regimented daily routine completed, which keeps you clearly focused on your goal. Now, if you just say, okay, well, today I need to do this, that, and the other thing. I mean, that's one way to do it, but it's also one way to drag it out. So work less, make more, manage your time really, really well. Tip number four, prioritizing your tasks. And this also probably could be considered like having clear boundaries in your business. So if you think about all of the things that you need to get done in a day, well, I sell real estate. I know exactly all of the things that need to get done in a day. And it's insane. And explaining it to somebody who doesn't sell real estate, they don't get it, do they? We are so fucking busy, but it's like a lot of it is just busy work. It has to be done, but does it have to be done by you? And so maybe prioritizing tasks, setting boundaries and delegating. So delegating was my fifth tip. So maybe it's all really kind of one. So what you need to do is decide what tasks are important enough to get on your to-do list and what tasks are not important enough to get on your list at all. And those would be where you instill some boundaries in your business. You have to be really protective of your time. If people are asking you to spend your time doing things that are far beneath the level of where your business is at. So like if you are, if you're working on selling 20 million in real estate this year, but somebody is inviting you to a training class for newbies, or maybe not even a training class, maybe it's a book club for newbies. Is that really where your time is going to be best spent? Probably not. So that might be where you set a boundary and say, no, you know, I'm going to do all of my continuing education in October, November, and December. It's going to be in the fourth quarter. And unfortunately, I don't have time in my schedule to make this commitment work because you are focused on working less and making more. Lenders love inviting us to lunch, don't they? Well, is that really helping you meet your goal? If it's not, set the boundary. You're prioritizing your time. You're prioritizing the things that you're saying yes to. So you're setting the boundaries of what you're saying no to. And then back to tip number five, delegating. So of course, there's going to be tasks on your to-do list that are not necessarily CEO tasks. They're not necessarily money-making activities or you know lead-generating activities. They're not those high-dollar activities that you really want to spend your time on because your goal is to work less and make more. So now you really have to prioritize how you're spending your time, what you're working on, and how all of the things that you're doing are going to move the needle forward, get you closer to the goal. But some of those things still need to be done. So could you delegate them? Do you have an assistant who is maybe not working to their full potential because maybe you, and I'm saying this because I do this, 
I have a tendency to be the bottleneck. You know, I have an assistant who, you know, she has her set things that she does and she would probably love to do more, but I don't delegate it because sometimes I think, well, it's just going to take more time to delegate it than it does to just do it myself. And that is a bad way of thinking. And it falls into a trap of that Parkinson's law where, oh, I've got time. I'll just do this myself. And so there you go. That's how the time is filled up by all the things that you should be delegating out to somebody else. And maybe, maybe you have an assistant or maybe you have a transaction manager. Think about where you're spending your time. And if it's possible that there's someone else helping you in your business that you could delegate that out to. And if you're so overwhelmed with transaction management or assistant type work, but you don't have a a TC or an assistant, maybe it's time to get one. You could also start with a VA, somebody who works virtually, and maybe they just work a couple hours a day for you and you prioritize the tasks for them. You're delegating the task you don't want to do to them. Now, of course, you're going to have to pay them for that, but time is money. And so are you going to spend your time or are you going to work less and make more? So if you work less, but you are paying someone a little bit of money to free up your time so that you can work on higher priority tasks that are a higher dollar value per task, well, then aren't you still making more because you are working less and you're making more, even though that assistant or VA or TC is an expense. In my opinion, it's a value to your business because it is freeing your time to work in your zone of genius, in the things that are going to move the needle forward in your business by freeing you up from having to do those, you know, mundane tasks that must get done, but are not necessarily needle moving tasks, you know? So those are my five tips on how to work less and make more. You're going to have clear focus on your goal, have a regimented daily routine. You're going to time block like no other, going to prioritize your tasks, set boundaries. So you know what to say yes to and what to say no to, and you're going to delegate like a boss. So hopefully that is helpful to you. And I would love it if we all stopped working 24 seven. I really hate getting calls from realtors at 11 o'clock at night. Uh, Granted, that doesn't happen very often, but if we're awake in general, we're available to work. Like we are checking our emails. We might be texting. It doesn't feel like work, but it is work. So 2023, let's make that the year that we take care of ourselves and we work less to make more. Now, if you are looking for a little bit more support in your real estate business, then I would encourage you to visit SavvyAgent.co. We have several options available to help you fast track your success where um, maybe you need a 90 day sprint working one-on-one with me. Maybe you need to master your CRM if you're using follow-up boss and you want to fast track that to save time, to work less and make more. Or maybe you just need a marketing toolbox available to you 24-7 with like a Netflix on-demand training library. Then Savvy Agent Club might be the tool that you're looking for, which will help you work less and make more. So if any of those things 
sound like the support that you might be looking for, visit SavvyAgent.co. I'll talk to you soon. 